Good morning, everyone. It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Good Wednesday morning to you. It is hump day, the eighth day of February, 2023. I struggle to say February. I was, it's, it's actually February. I just omit the R. I'm just going to be honest about it. It's just February. Do you say it with an R? I try to. Yes, sir, Dave. You, want to you, you attempt to, but it just doesn't work out. Yeah, if you're, if you're speaking, you're not paying attention to what you're doing. Yeah, you, you run over your letters and your words. It's just what we do as Midwestern people. That brewery. Um, text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000. Call us on the Meyer Supercenter guest line, 248 Seven six uh, on Twitter at XP Mornings, Facebook X's and Bros, and of course, good morning to our television audience as well. BCSN and now streaming live on our YouTube page. Michigan Sports Network is how you find it. It's also uh, just added dot com to the Michigan Sports Network, and you will uh, get to our website. XP Mornings at Gmail dot com is our fan feedback email inbox. You can find us all individually on Twitter. Danny Cahalan is a Dan in the studio. Ryan Elkey is at Ryan L underscore Key, and I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. Let's get to uh, USDA Scott, who is on hold, uh, wants to talk about the Big Ten. Good morning, Scott. How are you, my friend? Good. How are you guys doing this morning? Fantastic. Good. Good. Um, real quickly on the Big Ten. The Big Ten for ah, long as, almost as long as I've been watching, 25, 30 years, we always get either the most or close to the most teams into the tournament. We always win the most games in the tournament. It's just we don't have the end-all, be-all um, very often. We get to the Final Four. A lot of teams get to the Final Four. We just can't get past that. But it's because you look at the preseason. I mean, Illinois beat Arizona. Ohio State beat Connecticut. I mean, we we show how strong the Big Ten is every single year. But because they don't hang banners every time. you You put Purdue up against Alabama or Tennessee or Arizona or UCLA, you, you, you do a two out of three against them, I'd bet my house. I'd bet my house on Purdue. I'd bet my house on Indiana. Because it's the rigors of the Big Ten that just, you know, beat them down so far. And it'll be the same this year. We'll have four teams in the Sweet 16, and one of them will be a surprise. It'll be a... It'll be a Rutgers or a Michigan State or something like that. And everybody said, well, we didn't expect them to be there. Well, I do. Or a Michigan. <laughs> or a Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. If they make the tournament, then yeah, we'll put them right there. But exactly. I just had that. 
I had to have some I, fun I, with that. I don't listen to all the national media crap about the Big Ten. Uh, that's 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 Jay Billis talk and all that junk. I it just doesn't really matter to me. I know how strong the Big Ten is. We all do. We watch it all the time, and the games are painful to watch sometimes because these coaches they know each other. These teams they know they play similar types of styles. They just it's just tough to it's tough to go anywhere. I mean, they interviewed Joey Hauser after the game last night. He just said, "It's just a Big Ten game. It was just a Big Ten game, and and that's the way it is all the time." I mean, Rutgers loses one of their best players last night, goes to Indiana, and still loses by what? A couple of baskets. And it's just it's 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 going to be you know it's hard fought all the time. So. I don't want to hear anything about the Big Ten. And then if you're talking about a top ten or a Mount Rushmore of Detroit people or Detroit athletes, um, I'd say Zeke's got to be in there. I'd say Dave Bing's probably got to be in there. I would say Maggie's got to be in there. There's, uh, yeah, um, Barry Sanders and Al Kaline are probably at the top, but um, there's, you, you can name them. We've had a lot of great sports stars, and uh, Stevie Y does have to be there. Nine years, nine years or ten years to captain, and during that time, they won what two or three Stanleys. I would say that he'd be, he'd be way up there. I mean, he was the captain the entire the the entire time he was with the with the team. I mean, his his captainship was very very long time. And he's got a it lot was like eighty three to. 06, maybe? Something like that. It's a, a 05? Incredible run. And, and the thing of it is, is uh, leadership against uh, greatness. And he may not he may not have been the, the, the Wayne Gretzky on ice, but uh, leadership means a whole lot. As does bolstering your roster by being able to smuggle Russian players out of a country and add them to your team. Oh, that's kind of, kind of, well, it's kind of, it's kind of a part of the story. Like the the team got progressively better once. No, uh, if a Detroit team is ever good, just like the Pistons, oh, they just play dirty ball. It's the bad boys. They, 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 every time we have a good team, there's a, there'll be an excuse next year for. For for Campbell, it you know they get away with this and they get away with that and everybody. Well, no, them. no, but I get you know the, during the first years of Iserman's time there, they didn't win anything. No, they had to get the right coach, and Scotty Bowman was the right coach. They also had to get the right roster. They also had to smuggle guys. I mean, Keith Gave wrote a book about it because he was the smuggler himself. They literally had to smuggle guys like uh, narcotics across the border and get guys to defect from. Like it's part. It's all part of the story. I'm not trying to discredit anything Steve Eiserman did. I mean, the guy is the guy's easily on my Mount Rushmore of Detroit sports. Easily, uh, the first name that pops to my head is Steve Eiserman, one of my, if not my, you know, favorite Detroit sports icon of all time. But you know that roster. That roster had to get you know. There's some good players on those teams. That, that wasn't, and that was a different era. No salary cap. Like things were, you know, uh, Sergey. All he wanted was that uh, that high that apartment in the high rise in the Corvette. Like there were there was you know there's a lot more uh, to that than just oh Steve Eisen was here for a long time and they didn't have 
immediate success. It took him a decade or so uh, to be able to. Well, he get... wanted that. He had tennis player. Those are the two things that Sergey wanted. Yeah, the tennis player was later though. Anna Kornikova. <laughs> no, but on, wait, wait, was it Anna Kornikova? Because she was with Enrique Iglesias. It's so hard to keep track. It's just so difficult. Uh, USDA Scott, appreciate you. We got to get to Dave in Hudsonville. Wants to talk a little hoops. Good morning, Dave. How are you, my friend? Morning, AB. Hey, a couple of different things. You know, following up on his points with Big Ten basketball, I agree with a lot of it. But what I would say is, like for our two teams, you know, Michigan State and Michigan have the ability to compete with a 1 through 15 team on given nights but we're closer to a 10 to 25 rank in that regard because they both just have holes and it's too hard to overcome that a little bit. You know, and what I mean is for Michigan to win, they've got to have, you know, Jet Howard, Kobe Bufkin and Dickinson score consistently because they don't have consistent point guard play and they struggle with that other, you know, four position or whatever it may be. Michigan state goes through those offensive walls. You know, Hall's not right yet. They just don't have that consistency. And then last night, hard for Spartans to watch, but Julius Marble in the game before goes for 20-8, and eight, you know, for uh, Texas A&M, and he would have been our starting center with Mati Sissoko coming off the bench. And it just shows that we can't play two freshman, you know, centers uh, as a backup in the Big Ten and be effective with that. So right now, they're going to be, you know, competitive teams, and they can go out and beat some teams. But there's also that small margin for error, and – uh you know, it's just, it just makes it harder. And then the other thing was um, I, I think it's too easy not to appreciate LeBron's greatness. You know, I haven't been a huge LeBron fan, but the other thing, too, is a superstar with not one scandal who maybe has been so consistent over the course of his career physically and, um, you know, consistent play-wise and being able to play probably more positions on the floor than any other player, kind of a much more of a European player, but, but just an amazing amazing career to date that uh, is probably easily often taken for granted. Much well, like D- Dave, I'll LeBron. tell you this before we hit the break. He does have at least one scandal. I don't know if you remember that little uh, little redhead girl that he was going to teach how to play basketball if she was going to teach him how to hunt. But that got swept under the rug real quick, Dave, but I didn't forget about that. I keep track of these things. Wow. We'll be right back with more X's and Bros after this. We're going to get back into Dave's point on the other side here on the Michigan Sports Network. Score great deals on everything you need for the big game this week at Meyer. Stock up on essentials with buy five, save $5 on items like Sweet Baby Ray's Barbecue Wing Saucer Marinade, Kraft Shredded or Chunk Cheese, and Coca-Cola 24-pack cans. All buy five, save $5, plus deposit where applicable. And pick up a few extra-large avocados for guacamole, just 77 cents. Save on everything for the big game when you shop Meyer. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beancarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Thomas stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. 
They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. On the Meyer Guest Line. Call 248 951 2176. That's 248 951 2176. Now, back to Danny, Ryan, and AB. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you ride along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio as well. It's an absolute pleasure. All right, a um, couple, couple of things uh, here. Just on, on Dave's point, LeBron hasn't really hit us with a major, a major scandal. There's been a couple of things um, that, have been, that have been done that uh, one would look a little cross-eyed. I would look, as a, as, a, as a skeptic, I would look a little cross-eyed at him. Like, yeah, I don't know about that, Jim. And with the old, uh, the old Tony Romo there. But, but for the most part, he has done, and you know, he came out the other day and was talking about how he wishes he could just go to Starbucks and get his name on a coffee like a regular person or go to the concession stand at a movie theater. Well, I wish I had $200 million. So you could trade me any day of the week, and I will take I, it. I love tough, that. I was tough like, for us common folk look, to look, understand the royalty there. LeBron, you, you, can, you can have a movie theater if you want. That's the difference. Yeah, but you, you can't, can have uh, your own AMC if you want. But you can't uh, you can't experience it, and your kids will never experience it as normal citizens, right? And and I get what he's saying, but at the same time, like, I, okay, experience I, what people people cramming by you in the aisle? Oh just, no, just being a regular person, just yeah, not being mauled when you go out in public. Yeah, like, but can also, I get a can I get a selfie? Yeah, but also it's like share that with the other basketball friends. You yeah. know what you also get, LeBron? Don't cry to me, Miss Argentina, because we ain't falling for it. Your car, your your private jet's carbon footprint is what all three of us put out in our entire lives. Congrats. Don't cry for me, Argentina. It's a good song. Hey, by the way, it's hour two. It's segment two. And, and one more thing on Big Ten Shooty Hoops. In case you didn't know, our friend Matt Painter in Purdue. You might think his reign of terror is over, Zach Eady, but folks, it's not. Oh, no. He's got a young fellow by the name of Wilberg, a 7-2 freshman from Stockholm. Investigate Street. him. Now, where's the farm, Matt Painter? Where's the damn farm? Yeah. Just just in case you didn't, if you thought, like, okay, now that Eady's gone and Isaac Harms and or whatever his name is. Why can't I remember? Uh, Big Hoss. Yeah, Isaac Haas, and then what was it the was Matt skinny Harms guy? was Matt the skinny Harms one who skinny transferred guy. out. Skinny little, skinny little seven footer. AJ yeah. Hammond. Hey, this Will Berg guy, seven two two sixty, and he looks 
he looks like a basketball player. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw that out there. Do you just see saying. the Spartans four star OT te- uh, signee? I was just telling Ryan six seven three ten. Wow, he's gonna look great, great in the SEC when he transfers <laughs> out. Uh, it's hour two, segment two, which means it's time for well, Detroit Lions trivia. Here's a fun fact. This guy's name gets said a ton on this program. I feel Jalen like Watts Jackson. I, I feel like we should be. What is Jalen Watts Jackson? He just Excuse wanted me? you to say it. What about him? Dummy. Jalen Watts Jackson. What about him? Nothing. I'm just waiting. Is it was there? I don't have the clip. I'm sorry. Okay, continue with Lions. <laughs> I love that so much. I do. I I love that. So, what's Jalen Watts Jackson's? Uh, what's his most notable play of all time? Right, just tell me. Scoring a game-winning touchdown versus Michigan. Mm. And that and that happened how? Because your punter can't punt. Yeah. A special team snafu is the highlight of these people's lives. All right, uh, the Lions officially retired from number cry seven. Cry to me, Miss Argentina. What cry. football Hall of Famer? <laughs> what? Repeat that. Uh, I was trying to, but I had somebody singing uh, in the background. I don't know Your tears were getting in the way. The Lions have officially retired the uniform number seven in honor of what pro football Hall of Famer? Joe Schmidt. Joe Schmidt is incorrect. Michael Vick is also incorrect. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> uh, number seven. We say his name all the time. Go back in time. Bobby Lane. Close, but not really. Doak Walker. Dutch Clark. Bing bong. 1931 and 32 and 34 to 38. Well, the, the Dutch himself. Duke of Clark, uh, yeah, I always, I always get a kick out of the Jalen Watts Jackson thing. It is, uh, it, it's, I find it entertaining because it still upsets you. That's the thing; like, it really, honestly, doesn't. Yeah, like, you're oh, trying to laugh through the, the tears. It's fine. We understand. McDonough made a made a joke about it during um, what game was it? Yeah, probably a, this year when. Yeah, where it was a, <laughs> uh, it was just a regular fumble, and he did make a comment about trouble with the snap, and it was, a, it was a pun back to that and i i look i realize the significance for some of that phrase of him of that play but i i'll still always go back to like we're talking about a special team snafu here like that cost all, you a game in a rivalry it, game it did cost us a rivalry game i i am aware i i am aware I would much rather have that happen than be held to under 100 yards of total Okay, then look at Devin Garner, minus we don't, 50 we don't yards. have to go this route. We don't have to do this today on February 8th. You're, we can put this aside. We can you started months, with the little jab, and then the you were afraid of the right hook coming. Well, no one's afraid, first off. No, no one's afraid. Uh, I didn't start it. I was talking about all I said was we say this guy's name all the time. And Jalen Watts Jackson. No, name was brought it to the started table. with Dan saying, hey, look at this guy MSU's bringing in. You know, oh, he's going to look great in the SEC when he transfers. So that you is true. started with it. That is true. We could have just let it go there. But if you, you know, could have just not started it. I had. I was, you I didn't have to. Fun. No, you did, did not did have laugh? to, Anthony. Did Dan laugh. He laughed. You, you did not have funny. to. I thought it was funny. 
Yeah. So two thirds right. of settle, two thirds settle it. Six sixty six percent of the audience here thinks it's funny. That's a good one, and we just we just carry on. No, nope. see, Lions you had to you had to start, and, and you no, didn't. You, I get. I look. How bad was it when they said the Michigan State Wolverines on the Fox? I didn't broadcast. even notice it until you sent me the Twitter <laughs> post. How? Yeah. How? It was it only once, or was it just like mid game? Or yeah, what? I I did oh, see that. That was ugly. Back. They've done that a few. It wasn't. <laughs> oh my god! They it, it. they do it all the time. Yeah, they really. It it's pretty bad. It's like you put the logo there. How uh, many I times the tri code in? You, how many you, times has D'Antonio been called Mike D'Antoni <laughs> from ESPN? Run seven seconds of offense in the Big Ten. Oh my god! Yeah, it's great. Good for us. Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. I love it. I'm sure Freddie's over there tweeting about Harbaugh right now. Are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbooks, an official sports betting partner, Super Bowl 57. They got all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can get $5, get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with the DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boost. Check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to see what prop bet's going to be boosted. Maybe crack one open for happy hour with DraftKings. That'd be fun. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code HUGE. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57. Get $200 of free bets instantly. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Only using the promo code HUGE. 21 plus in most eligible states, but does vary by jurisdiction. Void to our friends in Ontario and Ohio. Eligibility and deposit restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gaming resources. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Bonus issued as free bets. Opt-in is required for the odds boosters. Bet type and amount limits do vary. Eligibility in terms at dra- sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Wow. We're going to step aside when we return. LeBron James. He did it. People are mad. People are mad. Uh, Jalen Watts Jackson texts. Iserman playing in the 80s texts. Look at uh, this. Dr. Sparty doesn't even have Iserman in his top two on the Red Wings. Oh, wow. We'll be back after this. X's and bros. Michigan Sports Network. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get a taste of sweet rewards. Up to $5,000 cash. Every Friday in February from 7 to 11 p.m., play for a chance to take home the chocolate bar with prizes from $1,000 premium play all the way up to $5,000 cash. Don't miss sweet rewards. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Score great deals on everything you need for the big game this week at Meyer. Stock up on essentials with buy five, save $5 on items like Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue wing sauce or marinade, Kraft shredded or chunk cheese, and Coca-Cola 24-pack cans. All buy five, save $5, plus deposit where applicable. And pick up a few extra-large avocados for guacamole. Just 77 cents. Save on everything for the big game when you shop Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state 
and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Thomas stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. Here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network, having a lot of fun here on a Wednesday. Oh, it's great. All right, we got some text to get to. We're going to give it to LeBron, jumping into the record. But first, Jalen Watts Jackson, best play in the state of in the state of Michigan in Detroit sports. What's number two? That's not that's not that, what? That's not even close. Eiserman's goal versus St. Louis. One nothing playoff game. Glad to see Freddie is on the Eiserman train this morning. It's, it's a drastic turn of events from where it's been uh, over the last you know year and a half, two years, four years. I say this respectively, respectfully. Pardon me. You guys didn't see Eiserman playing in the eighties. He was incredible and scoring fifty to sixty goals a season, playing versus some of the greatest ever. Okay, that's fair. You know what I do know. 80s goaltending was absolute trash. That's what I do know. So let's take a look, right? Best season Steve Eiserman ever had scoring. Let's go back to that season. That's just to help everybody out here. Steve Eiserman's most goals in a season was 65 goals. 65 goals, and that took place during the 1988-1989 NHL season. Bernie Nichols had 70 goals with the Kings. Wayne Gretzky had 54. That's a lot of goals between two guys. And the league leader was Mario Lemieux at 85 goals in one season. In an 82-game season. That's crazy, right? You know what the league average was for goals against that season? League average. Anybody want to take a guess? How many goals? Oh, I'd say about five and a half. Were given up per team in that season. So I didn't I don't have I have the total goals. I don't have the uh Goals per game, but I can look that up real quick. 3.64 goals per game. 299 total goals against was the league average. League average. We can go to any recent year you want. I just went to 2019-2020. Which I should should find a different year because that's a COVID year. But so it, it won't really matter because I know when I click 2018, 2019, it's going to be the, the same result. Goals against 244. Go to, the, go to the following season. Skip the COVID year and go into, go into 2020, 2021. Right? So we're skipping COVID. 
you know, the numbers are the numbers are going to be down. You could skip 2020, 2021 because they didn't play the full season. So go 21, 22. Go just go into that. Full 82 game season, 255 per team. You like the further back in the 80s you go, the more total goals every team gives up. Like it's just it it's just the way that it is. Like the goaltending in the 80s was nowhere near like you didn't have anybody out there six five between the pipes. It was two ninety seven and eighty seven eighty eight. Like all I'm saying, scoring was way way up, way up in the eighties, and that's because goaltending wasn't as good. I mean, we were talking about Austin Matthews last year. His sixty goals. It was the first since uh, Steven Stamkos in eleven and twelve. But there are, uh, I don't know. 650 seasons or so of 60 goals ahead of before that that tells you something when there's been two seasons in the last 12 versus you know 50 in the previous 40 seasons during an 80 game season the Detroit Red Wings once surrendered 415 goals that season the league average was 317 and that was during the 1985-86 season so we can, it was a different game. He's fine. He's on my Mount Rushmore. There's, I don't think, I, I mean, you might want to debate that if you'd like to, you are more than welcome to, but Steve Eiserman is on my personal Detroit sports Mount Rushmore. He is there. Barry Sanders is there. I'm working on the other two. Probably Isaiah, some of the uh, discretions there with the Knicks kind of, but you know, we got to keep it on the, on the floor. If that's the case, back-to-back titles during that era, incredibly impressive. Probably Zeke. But, yeah, don't give me the, you know, you didn't see him play in the 80s. I'll tell you who didn't see anything play in the 80s, and that's goaltending because it it didn't exist. So it's way harder to to score today's game than it was back then. And I'm I'm not – I love Steve Eisenman. Do not get me wrong. Love him. He made one all-star game. It was now, night, and it was not on, till two. Again, I'm not. Is he on the slander? I'm not saying. I'm saying he he was great. He was an incredible goal scorer. He was not an incredible two way player, but he was a great goal scorer. Six hundred ninety two goals, insane. See, I thought this was X's and Bros, not the player haters ball this morning. Ooh. Dan, Dan and Anthony on the mic just hate, 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 hate. There's there is no hate. I. There's no hate from me, but we do have some revisionist history here that we need to go back and take a look and see. You know, guys scoring 85 goals in a season? Like, are you kidding me? What do you think Ovechkin's number would be if he played in the 80s? Right oh, now? he would score 120 like, goals. Come on. In a season. Like, come on. He would post up in that left circle and just rip clappers where mom hides the thin mints. Huh? Socks and undies, kids. Top shelf. Anyways. That was it, tongue-in-cheek. Steve Eiserman is a god here and the number one Detroit player ever. Oh, number one ever. I'm not, I, I can't really argue it because I'm I'm cool with that. Like, I like that. Great. He and Troy Weaver. I mean, he be- wasn't. If you ask hockey people, he wasn't the best player on his team. Nick Lidstrom was the better player. Come, I, what are we talking about, Freddie? I, I'm not saying. Well, this is a listener who is tuning in a 96. Right, game. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. 
So it was a tell when he said, but he and Troy Weaver shouldn't be let off the hook. We let him off the hook, right? We need a coach, coach's audio there. That's all. Now on LeBron, which is where we're headed here. He had a head start over many players, not going to college and the three-point shot. Jordan is the GOAT, even better than Brady. Listener who's not tuning in on 96 won the game, but listener who's tuning in in Melvindale. All right, so for the Melvindale madness here, it is going to be very difficult when you try to quantify era against era. I am a Jordan truther. Michael Jordan will always be the greatest to me. I thought it was hilarious when they were doing the little uh, congratulations stuff. And Magic Johnson was wearing a blue Jordan hoodie. I mean, the Jordan Jumpman logo, just right there the whole time, Magic. It's it's one, like, that. I don't think that was done unintentionally. Michael Jordan has two three-peats to his name. In, and is the pioneer, in my opinion, of the modern game of basketball. That's where that's where I stand. Michael's always going to be the best. If you wouldn't have taken away taken him out of the game for two years during his prime, does he win eight, you know six consecutive NBA? If who finals? wouldn't have taken him out of? Uh, if you would not, if you, if Michael Jordan, if Michael gambling, Michael Jordan's gambling, you can't say that you don't have anything to prove that that's factual. That is slander at its highest form. We have no idea. Michael decided to retire. Just like Dustin Johnson, just like Dustin Johnson took a six month hiatus a few years ago. Took a six month hiatus. Yeah, he had a bad back from falling down the stairs. It happens. Joel, was it? um, Was it Joel Zumaya? Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero? Who hurt himself in the fire? That's what Joel Zemaya said. He was moving something out of a house fire. Then came out later and said, no, it was actually too much Guitar Hero. Whatever you say. Um, You know, and we're talking about a guy who, you know, Jordan going through the 92-93 season, takes off 93-94, you know, plays 17 games in 94, 95. He retired between the ages of 35 through 37, came back and played for Washington. People are like, oh, Jordan and Washington stunk. Jordan and Washington still averaged over 20 points a game. Like, don't get it twisted. In his time in Washington, <laughs> yeah. 21 points, six rebounds, four and a half assists, plus one and a half steals while shooting 43% from the field. Did you see that video? Um, you know, everybody was talking, Le- you know, the whole LeBron lead up and talking about how LeBron gets every foul call. And somebody posted a video of MJ, Wizards MJ, talking to a ref. And it's literally like 10 seconds after the play. And MJ's like, I got fouled, man. He's like, I believe you, Michael. Blows the whistle. Everybody gets called. The stars get different treatment. That's part of why we're seeing such a bolster in individual numbers right now in the NBA. You've got a younger crop of officials coming in that are just deferring to the stars. That's what they're doing. It's it goes along with incredible shot making. It goes along with an emphasis on the three point line. It goes along with guys that are just completely indefensible. There's nothing you can do. There's zero that you can do against the guy who's six feet seven or taller that can handle the ball like you know an '80s point guard and shoots the ball like Ray Allen. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing you can do to guard that. So you just got to you contest and pray to God they miss, and then you get the rebound and, and you go. Now, this whole LeBron had a head start. Um, 
the three-point line argument, that's when, you, when you're comparing eras, sure. LeBron's got about 6,700 points off of three-pointers. If you took away all of LeBron James's three-pointers and all of his dunks, no dunks, no three-pointers, he's still top 14 all-time in scoring, just in mid-range jumpers and layups. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. LeBron James had a head start because he went straight from uh, straight from high school to the pros. LeBron James cracked Kareem's record in 100 less games. So as far as having a head start, like Kareem played more games than LeBron. Kareem had yeah, it was like 4,000 fewer minutes. Yeah, he averaged 36.8 minutes per game, played in 1,560 games, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did. And he played 57,000 minutes. 57,000 minutes. LeBron's at 53,000 minutes. He's played in 1,410 games. So, I mean, if you want to say, well, oh, he's got the three-point line, sure, you still have to be a good three-point shooter in the beginning of, of his career, he was not. He's a career 34.4% shooter from the long line. You know I'm not a LeBron guy. You know this. But what happened last night, I mean, it was historical. Like, you're not going to see it again. You'll never see that again. I'm convinced because you have to have a career that is going to span 20 years that's going to play at an, at an all-star level every single season. You know, his rookie year not technically a quote-unquote all-star, right? And the dude still in his rookie year as a 19-year-old was simply incredible. Averaged 21 points, five and a half rebounds, and six assists a game. Are you kidding me? Let's get to Freddie, who is on hold, who probably wants to defend himself after these rancid takes this morning. Oh, my goodness. He's usually, I mean, Freddie. Oh, yeah. oh God. Oh, yeah. Oh, F yeah. is for Freddie. Oh, yeah. oh, my oh, yeah. goodness. Terrible. Oh, yeah. Good morning. Oh, yeah. Real, yeah, real rancid take. Rancid. I mean, come on, Freddie. Where are the facts at, Freddie? There we go. Your, fam your favorite word, facts. Your favorite word. Where are your facts? You came at me talking what? about Steve Eisenman scored 60 goals a year in a league that was giving up more goals per game in the 80s than they'd ever given up before. Those goalies weren't wearing pads. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, they weren't wearing pads. They also didn't know how to defend the pipes. Oh, get out of here, dude. You have you, you watch have no the idea. watch the watch watch any sort of program on NHL TV where they go you're back in time and show the eighties. Look at that goaltending. Don't give get me that. Dude, standing there like I could I could tell you five players right now. Sergey Fedorov, Steve Eisenman, Mario Lemieux, Matt Sundin, and Pavel Bure right now would be the best players behind Connor McDavid in the NHL. Right now. They didn't have, they don't got these players like they had before. Are you kidding me? These goalies didn't wear pads. These guys, Luango. Freddie, stay up. Freddie, stay up and watch a couple of the West Coast games, okay? So wait Nathan a minute, wait McKinnon a minute, wait with a skate circles around them. Come on. Wait a minute. So these guys didn't wear pads, and you're, these guys didn't wear pads. Like, that's the argument? Is they didn't, they didn't wear goaltending pads? These goalies wear huge pads nowadays. So this that means it's harder to score in today's game than it was in the 80s. That's what you just said? Listen, you're, oh, you're wrong. Oh, beep. You're wrong. Beep. There's the truck backing up, folks. It's delivered from SoFo in Melvindale right now. Freddie's in the parking lot practicing falling down. Oh, sh shut up. Shut up, Anthony. You, you, your take, 
I mean, are you kidding me? So you tell me that they didn't wear pads and makes it easier to score in the 80s and then try to contradict that with what? They're not they're not scoring now. They're not scoring now because they're not as good, Anthony. You're, You're nuts. wrong. Steve Eisenman. Nuts. Okay, listen, you can throw an LK line, LK line, and I get all that, but Steve Eisenman was the best player in Detroit sports history, given everything he did on the ice and win championships as a player. He is the best player. You take Steve Eisenman off, those Red Wing teams, they don't win titles. They do not win titles. He he was the captain for a reason. Fair. Okay? No, no, no and, complaint, and, and Danny, no disagreement and Danny, here. And Danny was sort of correct on he wasn't a great two-way player, but when Scotty Bowman came, he turned into a great two-way player after they were going to trade him to Ottawa. So, no, I mean, and, and LeBron – Kareem Abdul-Jabbar made one three-pointer in his career. And, don't, I mean, LeBron James didn't have to drive against Tree Rollins and Moses Malone and n- nobody. He didn't have no one, no one there to challenge him in the paint. So, no, he, no he, what he did record-wise is great. There's no doubt about that. But don't tell me it would be the same if he played 25, 25 years ago. It would not be the same. Okay, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar didn't have a three-point line when he played. He didn't have He it. played until 1989, Freddie. Come on. Okay. But he, but he also played three or four years of college. Okay. So, okay, so he got – so LeBron got a head start. I mean, and he didn't, he's got one three-pointer. One! One three-pointer. Okay. I mean, it's a different game. It, it, oh, is, it is a different game. As I said, if you take away all LeBron James three-pointers, it's about 6,700 points. 6,700. And you took away all his dunks. He's still top 14 all-time in scoring. Well, you can't take away his dunks because everybody else dunks. So well, yeah, but that's just, that's just a way to kind of do it so that if you take away the long game, take away the dunk, just to put in perspective how good he's been in the mid-range. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar uh, played, what, 20 seasons? But Half of well, his what, half of his career, he played with a three point line instituted in June of nineteen seventy nine. But 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 the problem is he wouldn't have half of those dunks if he played in the eighties because Bill Lambeer and, Mo, and, and Moses Malone would have shoved his face through the hardwood. That's that's what you guys are. For, that's what most are forgetting is that he played in a different era. When you drove the, when you drive the lane now, everyone backs off and lets you dunk. That, that didn't happen in the 80s. It did not happen. Even the great Michael Jordan got slammed on his ass half of the time. And, 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 all the time. So the, it was a different Yes, it was okay, different, I understand that. Game. I also saw a photo of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar doing a hook shot and Bill Lambeer like a foot away from him and, you know, oh, Kareem, Kareem a getting a foul you saw, call. You saw, you, saw, you saw a tweet from Neil. I mean, Neil yeah, Neil like, Rule's tweet. Neil, that's that's Neil where it has is. No, Neil Rule has no opinion because – he, he, he calls basketball. He has zero opinion. Give me a break. He so I'm not opinion. going – and you know I'm a Jordan truther. We'll be right back. we got to hit the break. We'll be right back. Nobody go anywhere. Stay put. Hang tight. We'll keep on listening. I got it. You know, we got the all-time argument against Freddie here coming up. It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. 
Week 13 of the college basketball season is in the books. The Michigan Wolverines put together a stellar showing. Now, after that collapse on the road against Penn State, the Wolverines rebounded. They went to Northwestern, beat a sneaky good Wildcats team 68-51 in dominant fashion, and then followed that up by topping the Ohio State Buckeyes at a sold-out Chrysler Center 77-69. One might say, just like football, a game in which they controlled from start to finish. Now, two games are on the docket this week, both with March Madness tournament implications. Saturday, they're back at home for a massive matchup against number 8, Indiana. But before they get to that, they'll host the Nebraska Cornhuskers tonight at 6.30 on BTN. A must-win for the Maize and Blue.